You're listening to Shalise's Podcast. Well, Father, we thank you for yet another podcast. We are so grateful for just the power of media and our ability to connect with listeners all over the globe. Father, it is my honor today to share your heart and my prayer that you would use this podcast to shift the atmosphere of every listener, Lord, that they would be carriers of heaven, not just in some kind of hidden way, but in a manifested reality, Father, that transforms their relationships, transforms their workplace, transforms the, their homes, Father, and, and, and just spills over into their communities, into their cities, Father, and starts a, a, just a completely different reality for just even the countries that they live in, Father. I know the power of the topic that we're talking about today. So, Father, I pray that you would just speak Holy Spirit through me and make this message personal for each and every person and practical for each and every person so that they can apply it and you can manifest through their lives in ways that are astounding. And we just thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, the podcast uh, this week is being released uh, just a day or so before Thanksgiving. And so I wanted to chat a little bit about just the power of gratitude. You know, Thanksgiving obviously is an American holiday. I know Canada has a, has a holiday as well. But I just want to propose to you that every day in the kingdom is Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving is a scriptural principle. <laughs> it goes along with praise and worship. And it is not just a good idea. It's not just something that we do because it is a holiday or it's because it is actually scripture. I'm telling you, it is an atmosphere shifter. And most of us probably have heard you know, a teaching on this before, but I want to break it down in a way today that hopefully is going to even convince you more than ever that gratitude is, is not just something that we're commanded to do as believers or uh, something that is a good idea, but that it is truly a supernatural force, that it is an atmospheric shifter, and not just in the sense that you know, we are shifting things in the spirit, which it absolutely does, but I also want to tie it into just the things that scientists are discovering about the power of gratitude as it relates to uh, the scene realm and just the, I want to call it the frequency of gratitude, meaning that all of our emotional states, all of uh, human beings actually, we are, we are carriers of electromagnetic charges. I mean, we, we can get measure our brain waves, our heart. It can have an EKG and we can measure our heart frequencies. And we have an electrical system that is our nervous system. And I'm, what I'm sharing with you is that our emotional states and our states of being 
actually emit an electrical frequency. And studies have been done. You can go and Google this. You can go look on YouTube videos. And you can do a ton. There's tons of research out there about just the, the ability of gratitude to not only improve your physical health and your emotional health, and, but also to completely shift the way that you are uh, received by other people. I mean, there are real tangible manifestations of the way gratitude changes our lives and changes our world. And so Thanksgiving is a great time to just unpack this a little bit, but not just at Thanksgiving. Like I said, I mean, I want you to adopt what I call a new emotional home. All of us have habitual emotional states that we, we live in. In fact, if, if you've never done this before, I encourage you over the next, you know, people go, you know, like November's, you know, thankfulness month or whatever here in America. But what I'm going to suggest is that you just start to track your emotions over the course of like the next few weeks and start to look at where am I normally, what, what kind of emotional place am I normally living in? Because what I'm going to be sharing with you today is that gratitude Praise and worship and thanksgiving has the power to shift any emotional state that you may find yourself in. One of the biggest lies that human beings were ever told is that we cannot control our emotions. That we do not get to choose the emotional states that we habitually live in. And... As a result, we have developed habitual emotional states that are many times negative. And so we live out of, you know, anxiety or we live out of sadness or depression or anger. And we become programmed, if you will, to have these habitual emotional states. And what I'm sharing with you is not only scriptural, but it is absolutely founded on the best research out there from mental health professionals, from counselors, from people who understand that our minds are are programmable, they are palatable, they are, uh, that we, that we had, that neuroplasticity is a thing, and that I mean, I was even reading just some articles this last week about some new treatments that are coming online that have to do with magnets and how magnets are actually healing anxiety and healing depression because it's, it's altering the electrical frequencies of the brain. And we don't need magnets as, as people who are filled with the Holy Ghost. We have Mr. Joy himself living inside of us. We have the atmosphere of heaven, the kingdom of God inside of us, and we need to grow into mature believers who know how to tap in to that atmosphere of heaven and tap into the atmosphere that surrounds Jesus at all times. It says, in his presence is the fullness of joy. At his right hand, pleasures forevermore. We have access to the holy of holies, to the very throne room, to the temple of God, because it's inside of us. We are a walking 
temple. We are a walking holy of holies. We are a walking throne room of God. The rivers of living water that flow out of our bellies from the throne room of God, the living water of the Holy Spirit. And so it's time that we, we rise up, you guys, and begin to release the sound of, of heaven. And, and that sound sounds like thanksgiving. It sounds like gratitude. It sounds like celebration. It sounds like a party. And it's not something that we have to feel like doing. It's something that when we do, our feelings follow. There's a scripture here in Philippians chapter 3 that I love so much. And it's, you know, in, in the King James Version, it ta- it's the scripture that says rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. But in the Passion Translation, it says this. It says, my beloved ones, don't ever limit your joy or fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing our Lord Jesus. I could keep reading, but I'm just going to stop there. Don't ever limit your joy or fail to rejoice in the wonderful experience of knowing our Lord Jesus. And so this scripture talks about, if it's saying don't fail, you know, don't ever limit your joy and, and, or don't fail to rejoice. I mean, this is, it's, it's, it's commending us to make joy a lifestyle, to make rejoicing and celebration a way of life. And I can tell you, as someone who works with, oh, I don't know, high-performing individuals who coaches CEOs and people in all kinds of, called to all kinds of amazing things, and who is in relationship with very, very successful people, Gratitude and thanksgiving is a common denominator in all of their lives. In fact, it's one of the most important qualities that I help the graduates of Emerge when they're launching into their purpose start to cultivate in their lives. And what I mean by cultivating, I mean that you're doing it on purpose. I mean that you have a practice of gratitude. You have a practice of thanksgiving. And you have a practice of rejoicing all in all things. In all things. I mean, it, it, James says to count it all joy when we fall into diverse temptations. How do you count it joy when you are in the middle of something horrible? But the reality of it is, is that praise and thanksgiving not only shifts our bodies and shifts the energy field that we carry and that we would, you know, project onto a EKG or onto something that measures the frequency that we're vibrating at, but it shifts the heavens. It shifts. I mean, Jehoshaphat sent the praisers out first. And, 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 and the enemy, it caused confusion in the enemy's camp, Right? Uh, Paul was singing songs at, the, at midnight and an angel showed up. I'm telling you, there is power in your praise. There is power in your gratitude. In my own life, God's strategy to heal me from manic depression and to heal me from severe anxiety and depression was to dance and was to celebrate. And I'm telling you, he said, I want you to get up every single day and I want you to dance. The last thing on the planet that I felt like doing was dancing. You're depressed. You don't want to dance. You want to sleep. But dancing not only shifted things energetically for me now that I understand the science behind it, 
But scripturally, I knew that it was, it was definitely the prescription, but literally transformed my life. And so you are grateful and give thanksgiving, not because you feel like it, but because you want to feel like it. And it's really a simple thing. You just start with, Father, thank you for my breath. Thank you that I woke up today in Christ. You know, I love the scripture in Philippians here because we can never, ever, ever exhaust what Jesus has done for us and being grateful for that. Father, I'm grateful that I hear your voice. I'm grateful that I'm a new creation in Christ. I am so thankful that I know you, that I know the truth, that I understand the finished works, that I understand what it means to live and move and have my being inside of you. I am thankful and I am grateful today. Father, not just for the things that I could, you know, be naturally thankful for, my family and my kids and, you know, a roof over my head, and I, you know, I, which you can totally be thankful for. But, Father, I can, I can go deeper than this and I can just be thankful that Jesus was obedient. I can be thankful that he suffered as me on the cross, that he bore my pain, he bore my shame. Thank you that he bore, uh, that his body was bruised for my, my iniquities and that by his stripes I am healed. Thank you that I now live inside of Jesus, that, I, that there is no more sin nature inside of me. I am so grateful and I am so thankful that I am holy and blameless, not only in your sight, but you've given me permission to love and accept myself. And I am so grateful and I am so thankful for this reality. I may not always feel it, but just because I feel it doesn't make it true. The truth causes me to feel different. And I'm thankful that I realize that. I'm thankful that I'm not a victim to my emotions. I'm thankful that I don't have to to walk around with my head hung low in any circumstance because I have a reality and a victory that transcends time. Right, And so you can see, I mean, I'm just starting to flow into this, you guys. I'm flowing into this place of gratitude and thankfulness, and I'm connecting it to the truth of the finished work. I'm connecting it to who I am in Christ. I mean, can I? Yeah, thank you for for things. My breath, thank you that I have shoes that are comfortable. (laughs) There's people in in the world that don't have shoes that are comfortable. Thank you that I have, you know, clothes that fit, that I have you know, money for food. I have food in my, I mean, I can definitely be thankful for all of those things and I encourage you to do that. But if you are at a loss of what to be thankful for, then head on over here to Philippians and and read this beautiful letter that the Apostle Paul wrote from prison. Because the truth is, you and I have a source of joy and a source of gratitude and thankfulness that people that don't know Jesus, they can't connect with. And beloved, when you start to get into this place and, and, and you start to, you'll, you'll find it start to flow. You'll, next thing you know, you're not even, you'll just lose your mind. You'll lose your mind in the place of gratitude and thanksgiving. And if you're spirit-filled and you pray in the spirit, then you can begin to just praise God in the spirit. You can praise God in tongues. You can praise God with your understanding and with your, with your, your, your prayer language. But I want to encourage you to make this a lifestyle. And when I say a lifestyle, I mean every single day. 
before you get out of bed, you know what? <laughs> you know what I do? I lay in bed and I imagine my union with Jesus. I see myself as one with Jesus. I have a gratitude journal where I, every single day, I thank God and I, I spend time in just a place of awaking, awakening to the reality of God and his goodness. You know, times of worship, times of, of soaking, these are things that are, are the most important part of our lives. They aren't just add-ons, and they're not just Christian religious duties. I'm telling you, this, these are experiential gateways that take you into not just the presence of God in heaven. I'm talking about it, it, it wakes up the presence of God in you. It awakens your spirit, and when I say awaken, it's not like it's asleep. It, it manifests. It begins to become tangible, a tangible experience. It's like the spirit man gets, gets released into the physical realm. And it's measured through something called electrical frequencies, electromagnetic frequencies. And if you ever do any study on that, you'll see that when you are in gratitude and in celebration, it is the highest level that you can that you can be um, you know vibrating at um, when you when you're talking about an emotional vibration and the beautiful thing about gratitude and celebration is that you can interrupt any emotional state with with gratitude and with celebration that means that let's say you find out some bad news you get an an un, unexpected bill in the mail or or you get, you find out someone's talking behind your back, or you you develop, you know, you, you experience a tragedy. I know it is the most non-humanly intuitive thing. It's the most non-necessary. Well, let me just say it this way: I'm all worked up from gratitude. Can't talk. <laughs> but it's not necessarily the most intuitive choice when you're in an emotional state that is negative right and we call it like this downward spiral where you just can go down further and further into fear into grief into depression into insecurity and guilt and I'm not when I say these negative states I'm not saying that you know human beings expressing the full gamut of emotions and the full emotional scale is not wrong but what I'm saying is we do get to choose the emotional homes that we live in. Okay, it's okay to visit someplace, but we don't want to live there. We, want to, we don't want to build our, our home in grief and depression. We, want, we don't want to build our, anxiety is not our portion. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's, that's who we are as citizens of heaven. And so what I am suggesting is that we can, we can interrupt the pattern. We can interrupt the frequency. We can interrupt the the emotional state by inserting gratitude. And I'll tell you, this week of Thanksgiving is the perfect time to start this practice. You know, holidays are hard for people, right? I mean, we're missing loved ones sometimes. Uh, You know, people have gone through different tragedies. It can be a lonely time. But I will tell you, as a believer, you are never alone. You truly have a well of joy inside of you. And I speak to you from... Someone who has experienced, who has experienced the depths of trauma and the depths of emotional pain and grief and suffering, right? I understand what, what it means to have 
all kinds of emotional breakdowns and to be on medication for it because it's so bad and so severe. Uh, I, I understand hormonal fluctuations and all of these things, but I also can tell you that having the gift of the Holy Spirit inside of you to help you shift your emotional home by, the, by his grace and by his power and, and help you open up your mouth and begin to give thanks and begin to celebrate the victory of Jesus and to focus your attention on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, and begin to release praise and release worship and release thanksgiving and gratitude for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You have a source of supernatural power and strength to overcome those negative emotions and those negative emotional hums. And I will tell you, beloved, if we are going to change the world, if we are going to represent Jesus to people who don't know him, then we must show up differently. We must be grateful in, in, in the midst of catastrophes. We must, we have a, a way of life that we have access to. And what I want to just really encourage you with today is that you have a choice and you have a helper. And if, you, if we continue to be led by our negative emotions rather than learn how to shift them into a manifestation of God's emotions, then we will have little to no impact in the world around us. So this is an invitation to non-judgmentally begin to notice the emotional states that you spend the most time in, and then an invitation to begin to interrupt those with a practice of gratitude while you're in the midst of it so that you can pivot out of it and take control of those emotions and shift them into a greater vibrational force in the heavens and in the earth. And it's an invitation to begin to cultivate a practice of gratitude and thankfulness and worship in your daily lives. Make it a part of your daily routine. Start your day out remembering to not limit your joy and remembering to rejoice in the wonderful experience, as it says here in Philippians 3, of knowing Jesus. And as you do that, I will tell you, you will find the complete trajectory of your life shifting. Because you'll, you'll soon be full of faith. You'll be full of, of the fruit of the Spirit because you shifted your focus. And when you shift your focus, you shift what you're manifesting. You shift what you are experiencing. And you shift the way that you show up in all aspects of your life. And you know what? Your family, especially in the holidays, you know what? Your coworkers, your kids, your, your loved ones, your friends, 
And and if you need more friends and you need more family and you need a new spouse, all those things, I'll tell you, living a life of gratitude, living a life of thanksgiving and joy is going to attract more things to celebrate, more things to be grateful for, and more things to give glory to God for. It is a key, honestly, to manifesting heaven on earth. And so happy Thanksgiving to everyone here in the States and to everyone else, happy kingdom Thanksgiving because every day in the kingdom is a good day. It's worth celebrating. It's worth celebrating the truth of what Jesus has accomplished and what that means for us right now as co-heirs with him, as those who partake in his divine nature, and those who have been recreated in him and have access to everything that he is and all that heaven contains. And so, beloved, let me pray for you as we wrap. Father, I thank you. I thank you for just the power of gratitude and and the power of worship and the power of thanksgiving. And I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that fills our lungs and fills our mouths with words of thanksgiving and praise and gratitude. Thank you that we don't have to muster this thing up because the Holy Spirit kicks in right when we make the decision to begin to celebrate and begin to worship. And I just thank you, Father, that you are, we are people that are rejoicing. We, we are dancing. We are, we are giving thanks and praise, God, because we know you, because we're in Christ. And then, yes, for all of the other blessings that are in our life. But, Father, first and foremost, we rejoice because we are no longer dead, but we're alive in you. And so I just pray today, Lord, for grace for every listener, grace to just implement a practice of gratitude and to cultivate gratitude as a way of life, a lifestyle, Father. Because as they do, you and I know that it releases more and more and more of your goodness and your grace and your mercy. It's like an avalanche that starts to flow through our lives. We change our attitude. It changes our mental disposition. It changes our emotional home. And Father, it changes our experience of life. And Lord, Jesus didn't die for us to live a normal life, but to experience his abundant life. So thank you for this podcast today and thank you for the practical steps that we are going to take starting now father to experience the fullness of joy that is in your presence and to partake of the pleasures that are never ending that are at your right hand in jesus name amen all right you guys love you so much thanks for listening thanks for listening to shalice's podcast This recording is, in part, made possible by our listeners. To partner with us, visit Shalice.com, where you can donate and help us spread the good news of our unshakable union with Christ around the globe. You can also find a link there to download Shalice's book, The Path, for free. Or you can visit www.thepathfreebook.com. And if you're ready to discover the call of God on your life, and the purpose he created you for. Then take that first step and contact us by email at info at to inquire about working with Shalice and enrolling in Emerge School of Transformation. Thanks again for listening. 
Until next time, don't forget, the world needs the Christ in you.